Bro. Welcome back to another episode on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. In today's episode, we will be covering the surprise announcement and debut of a new AEW signing. We'll definitely be offering up some suggestions. One of the guys sent in his. So I hope you stay tuned and thoroughly enjoyed by our podcast about who will be opening the forbidden door and then slamming it shut. So let's kick off our Forbidden Door podcast by reading the tweet that Tony Khan sent out. This is the big announcement for Wednesday's Dynamite that we referenced on AEW Rampage. And in parentheses, it has a free agent debut. And the person walking through the Forbidden Door are one and the same. They're walking in the door, signing a contract, and then slamming the door shut. This one tweet generated more interest than WWE has in the last year. The internet wrestling community went nuts. Who could it be? Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got the inside scoop. Well, I wanted to ask the guys their opinions. One of them sent their answer in. Matty Ice, I greatly appreciate it. Said none other than Triple H, but as Paul Levesque. You know, his real name. That would absolutely move the needle for AEW. And being able to sign Triple H. Because we all know Vince has stripped him of all his power for NXT. Rebranded it. Fired all his friends. I mean, why would you want to go work for your father-in-law when he just got rid of everything that you worked so hard to do and all your friends to go with it? It'd be tough for me to go back. But if Triple H goes to AEW, Khan and Triple H working together would destroy WWE. I saw a tweet the other day that said, if Shane and Triple H pulled, figured out their their financial standards... They could run their own wrestling industry and be huge. And they're not wrong. Absolutely not. But some other names listed. Keith Lee, who's very plausible. Very possible. Johnny Gargano, who has said publicly he wasn't wrestling until his baby was born. And it's due this month. But he's going to stay and help Candice LeRae. So while it's plausible... Uh, he would have debuted in Cleveland. Jeff Hardy has been thrown out there as the biggest one, the enigma Jeff Hardy. Well, Hardy's contract, his 90 days aren't up until March. So, while yes, Hardy will be in AEW down the road, I don't see it being this, I don't see it being tomorrow. Or on Dynamite. Samoa Joe, his 90 days ended on Sunday. He's officially a free agent. 
This would be huge. Samoa Joe coming to AEW would be huge. He's been burnt by WWE now twice. There you go. How about Nick Aldis? The NWA. That would be a nice one. Would be a nice one. I remember him more as Magnus. But it's alright. Then we've got three from Japan. That I'm not sure the average American fan would know. But the diehard lovers of pro wrestling would. Jay White. Who's been wrestling in Impact? It was always rumored he for the free agent. Who's he going to sign with? Well, then he appeared on Impact. He's appeared back on New Japan. Who knows? Will Osprey. This one would absolutely swing the massive gavel. Getting Will Osprey from Japan to come wrestle on AEW. The matches alone. Give me Punk and Osprey. Hands down. Daniel or Brian Danielson. And Osprey, Omega Osprey. I mean, holy moly! Well, the the possibilities. How about Okada? Another, like I said, not sure if the average American fan, you know, Joe Schmo, who sits there and drinks beer and eats potato chips and watches wrestling. I don't know if Okada would ring the bell, but for the the diehard IWC members, it would. William Rotunda, otherwise known as Bray Wyatt. His name's listed. I still want to say he's filming for his movie in Hollywood. Wouldn't hold me to that. He's also a possibility. But I also wouldn't be shocked if if Rotunda ever wrestles again. Then we've got Johnny Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, whatever you want to call him. It, it is what it is. And I don't. I think he goes to Impact at some point. Or back to Mexico, where he was huge. I don't think that that signing would alter and be slam the door and make a massive statement. Now, this one would. Mustafa Ali, who has requested his release, not been granted it. Talked about on Twitter, no, I don't want to be in the Rumble, just give me my release. The hashtag Free Ali has come on. WWE on Fox has repeatedly blocked people for it. If he has been quietly released and him showing up, holy moly. But I could not imagine him being released without a 90-day contract. Yeah. How about Ryback? Why would anyone want this crap on your show? This man blocks anybody on social media that disagrees with him. He's blocked members of our family. I know myself, Matty Ice, uh, Little Cuz, and Mr. Straight Edge are all blocked by Ryback. And I think Yon Man is too. So all five members are blocked on some form of social media by Cryback. You know, the wasted talent of the world. And then we've got names like Cody, who's a free agent. And he's been mentioning the door, the forbidden door, quite often. Uh, I think you'd just you'd be crapped on if you did that. But a lot of these, the hype built around this has to be a huge star walking through that. Has to be. We could possibly see Kenta. We saw him. He did a little program with Moxley. He was gone. It's possible. But I just... There's one name that's been tossed around, and he's been let go 
recently, the last couple weeks, that if he debuted, it would have a bigger impact now than when he appeared on the last episode of WCW Nitro. Yes, I'm talking about the best in the world, Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon. If his money music hits on Dynamite, the crowd, I think, would go crazy. But I really don't know. I mean, I just released a podcast, and it's so far, shockingly, my worst played podcast, titled By Shane, where we talk about Shane leaving. I don't know if he would make a big enough swing, but it'd be a big thing to get your, you know, your rival's son into your company. But, I mean, we look back, Keith Lee would, I don't know if he moves the needle with the, I mean, he, he's obviously been an indie star, so he would move it. Gargano, yeah. Jeff Hardy, I don't think is a big enough star now that would move the needle. Back in the day, yes, but I don't think he is today. Samoa Joe would. Nick Aldis, eh, same thing. I don't think enough people know Aldis outside of the IWC. It's you're not you're looking to entertain Joe Schmo who watches wrestling. Now Jay White, Will Osprey, Okada, the man who watches wrestling ain't gonna know who this is. The men and the women who are devoted to the IWC who love to know all the dirt sheets, they would know who these people are. Rotunda would. I know he's he's mixed reaction in the IWC. Morrison, <laughs> no. Mustafa Ali, he has a diehard fan base right now. So strike while the iron's hot. Ryback, you talk about getting crapped on. There you go. He's not even fit for, you know, the power plant in, in, in WCW. Cody, oh, I mean, you talk about a troll job. But the forbidden door will be open tomorrow, signed a contract, and slammed shut. A lot of people have questioned how you get a free agent to slam a door shut. That's not forbidden, but who knows? So I'm interested to see. I hope you enjoyed our podcast on who will knock on the forbidden door. Thank you all. Are you kidding me? Jeff Hardy is going to do whatever the hell it takes to be crowned to retain his Intercontinental Championship. Jeff, get down from there. Jeff Hardy on the top of the ladder, on the top of the Thunderdome. Hardy with a shot through Zane, through the ladder, to the floor. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode on When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. I know we don't take a whole lot of steps in the AEW direction, but Tony Khan is bringing so many more people in our family over AEW. We're going to start covering more and more AEW in the future. Starting with, we've covered some in the past, but from now on, you'll see a lot more AEW stuff. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope you thoroughly have enjoyed. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.